All right, ready for the what? Ready? Mark 16, verse 15. Let's start. Mark 16, verse 15. How to receive or minister healing. Or, <laughs> we're going to figure out the title. Or the healing power of Jesus. Uh, either of the two. How to receive or minister healing. Or the healing power of Jesus. And while we're studying this series, um, Summer Healing Campaign is on the way next month. Uh, so we're going to be having a lot of healing outreaches um, to, steer, <laughs> to steer ourselves up, obviously, you know. When things like that are coming, we try as much as possible to um, to keep going. Amen. Let me use that word. All right, back 16, verse 15, and it says, And this, and it said unto them, Go into the world, preach the gospel to every creature. He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved. But he that believeth not shall be damned. In verse 17, it says, And these signs shall follow them that believe. He now says, In my name they shall cast out devils, they shall speak with new tongues, and they shall take up saplings, and if they drink any deadly thing, it shall not hurt them. They shall lay hands on the sick, and the sick will recover. So that means there is a ministry that Jesus has given to every believer, and that is the ability to lay hands on the sick. It says the sick will what? Will recover. So that it didn't say they would gradually get better. Right? You didn't see that there, right? It says they will recover. Look at in Mark, Matthew 10, verse 1. Matthew 10, verse 1. It says, And when he had called unto him his twelve disciples, he gave them power against unclean spirits to cast them out. So Jesus gave his disciples power against unclean spirits to cast them out and what did they say to heal all when it says home oh, cancer malaria sclerosis uh, tuberculosis uh, whatever it is it says to heal all manner of diseases look at Luke 9 verse 1 Luke 9 verse 1 so one thing you must understand it says he gave them power Power means tangible ability. Power means tangible ability. It's dynamis in the Greek. It means, it's like that word dynamo. Like, you know, that word dynamo is like, like an ability. So he gave them a tangible ability. So that means, now, the best way to explain power is, this I explain it. If you have listened to Why the Fallen, I don't know if you have listened to Why the Fallen recently. If you've listened to why the falling, I explain why the falling. I, I simply means I was explaining why people fall down, order the power of God. You should listen to it. Now I explained. I said the fastest, the best way to explain power is electricity. Electricity in the natural, such that we turn on a switch and some a current runs through it. That's power. That's power, tangible ability. So look at in Luke nine verse one. He says, and he called his disciples. And what did he do again? He gave them power and authority. So let's let's pick up let's pick up from this Luke nine verse one. It says he gave them power. Power means see these are these are teachings that a serious Christian should be excited about. I don't know about you. When time I, I remember those times when we were growing up, and a teacher is teaching us things of the spirit. Those things. Oh my God. Ah, it used to be like. I used to my I I like I sit on the edge of my chair. I don't I don't know <laughs> I don't know how to be composed. That I don't think I don't like looking like this. Take you know. I'll share you some stories. <laughs> look at the look that as well. And he called so he called the strong disciples together, gave them power. And although, let's build from this scripture. He says he gave them power. 
We say power now is tangible ability, right? Dunamis. Authority, exousia in the Greek, it means the right over something. That is, what he did was to give his disciples right over sickness. So that is, now let's, let's bring it on to the, let, let's, let's bring it, let's bring it closer now. He gave them, in fact, this series I'm trying not to even do introduction. I'm just going straight. <laughs> you know, a lot of you say, okay, pastor is still trying to do introduction. I want to go straight to this series. So, cool down. We, we, are, we are home, right? Hallelujah. <laughs> so say, ah, pastor will still do introduction. Maybe it's the third track. Pastor will not start getting to the major I'm getting to my major point now, whether we are sure. Okay. Uh, because every session in this series has a major point. So you have to you have to pay attention. Okay, so he says he gave them power and he gave them authority. Authority means a right over something. Right over something means like so that means why could they cast out the sicknesses or ill or manner of sickness? They had a right over it. You know when you have a right over something, it's just like, um, let's let's say your little your, your little brother or little sister at home, you know, or and those things you want to share meat. I mean, if you, your parents did all those sharing meat that you should share the meat and I don't know if you are the la- I don't know if last boss, ah, just ah, <laughs> they must have cheated you. <laughs> I don't know if you have the first one over here. I cheated my own siblings. It's, it's normal. It's, I, I don't think Jesus would do anything. <laughs> I think Jesus, will, Jesus he forgives all sins. I mean, that's not even part of sin. It's, it's a right and privilege in Christ. <laughs> you know those things that, oh, if, I, if I sound you, that's exactly what authority is. Leave here, John. That's exactly authority. It's like saying you have the right over there. Sit down. That's authority. That's power and authority. So, and you know, how many of you, you've been to a school where they have class captain or prefect, senior boy. They did not build the school. They just make them... Ah, during my own second... Let me use my secondary school, uh, high school, as we say it here. My high school. My problem with saying this story in America is that many people don't understand boarding house and when they say boarding house you just feel like you are camping i don't understand what <laughs> i that's my problem with sharing this my secondary school story here because I, how do i explain the authority of power without my secondary become my high school story i do i was a dining prefect and social prefect i had the right authority privilege you don't understand i have to the point that i can seize your food if you are not using fork and knife, that's all. So I'll just walk through the dining like this, like, uh, like I'm gisting with people because, you know, I, I'm actually a very friendly senior. Why is your fork and knife not there? Maybe it's a food I really like, maybe like jollof rice or jam. <laughs> that's the day I will just be moving to and fro. So everybody's Sinobesi's best food. Sinobesi's best food. Sinobesi's best food. Better compost. So I'll just be moving around, you know. Why is your fork and knife not there? It's just with my hand. <laughs> Drop it. <laughs> or if you come late to the dining, you're in trouble. I don't... You know, when we share this story in America today, everybody's just looking at you. What are you saying? 
what are you what, what are you saying? You mean you mean you did that? Well, it's part of our right and privilege in Christ. So I say, really, yeah. So you know, as a prefect in high school days, I had the rights, I had privileges, such that on a Saturday night, I determine if we are going to have a social night or not. So everybody is coming to me before dining time and asking me, Senior Bensi, is there social night today? I say, I'll think about it. <laughs> so please, now we don't want to read the prep. I'll think about it. I'll think about it. Let me think about it because I have to plan. I mean, I have exams to read. I don't want to have exams to read. But, you know, you just have to show yourself that you have right and privilege that is beyond the natural. Abby. Uh, so I just what's what's uh, what's you what's what, what, don't we have social night? Even my classmates, ah, don't you have fun now? Don't you have um, I've not one guy won't slap me. What you we have it, Joe? <laughs> you know, so those are rights and privileges. Those are power. Okay, let's let me see. Let me see how I can bring power here. Uh, police. The fear of police in the United States is the beginning of wisdom. I'm telling you the truth. I, I didn't know it much till I started doing a lot of travels on the highways. Once you are traveling on the highway and every car slow down, you better slow down. They've seen something you have not seen. <laughs> you know now, we're not in the days where your GPS can quickly alert you and tell you, Police, speed check, peace, speed check. Then there was no speed check. I remember one day. I was just wondering myself. I was just angry. Why is everybody slow down? I just started overtaking. Ah! <laughs> I just saw the reason. It was, you know when they say God saved you. Probably the police was pressing his phone. <laughs> you know, the fear of police in this America is and they know they have power. They know it. That's the truth. They at your at their prayer, it's just like one day I was in Canada and I was I, I parked somewhere in the front of somebody's house and I was just there. So the problem was I was looking at the police too much. I was just looking at why is the police somebody said <laughs> police just looked at and me I was just surprised that ah Canada police me I was just looking at the Canada police like ah Canada police there's no I was looking at all the differences their car and everything. So I was just like, ah, Canada police is different from the United States police. I was just, ah, they are not too different, they are the same. So she can just look at me and say, ah, uh, what's your name? Ah, uh, <laughs> can't you just go your way? He parked too. And he just stopped on the road. And said, what's your name? I said, um, this is my name. Uh, try and not say your name, Agi. <laughs> just, just try it. I don't see you. So what's your name? I said, ah, this is that. So me, I, I just realized, so I'm, I'm already going. He said, no, you wait. <laughs> uh, I said, for what? He said, well, uh, this car, like, you should have placed it very well. He just wanted to display power. There was really nothing. That's power and authority. Are you seeing it? You have that. Just like you're working in a warehouse. And, you know, do we, I mean, if I work warehouse before, they, treat, they kind of treat you like slaves. Somewhere, somewhere in my heart. Somewhere in my, somewhere in my heart. It's my own bias, so you don't have to take it. They kind of treat you like a slave. Uh, pack it, pack it, move, 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 move. 
and you don't have option. And it's $10 they are paying you, but you don't have option. Move, 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 move. I remember one, one that I did many years ago like that. It was in a night job, $10. $10. That's how we get there. Fast, fast, fast. Ah. And we are packing all this. You know, when they put books inside all this container, you know, heavy, fast, take it to the pallet, fast, take it to the pallet, fast, take it to the pallet, fast, take it to the pallet. Ah. I just told one guy, I said, I'm going home. <laughs> I said, I don't understand this. Fast, take it to the pallet, fast, take it to the pallet, fast, take it. Ah, ah. The mission is take it to the pallet. Ah. <laughs> so back home, let's come back home. So there are two things that equip the believer to minister. So I just showed you, what I did now was to show you what authority means and how people display power. Now, let's come as Christians because we are, we are Christians, right? Now, there are two things that equip the believer to minister healing. Just two things equip you to minister healing. Two things. Number one is authority over sickness. And two, power to cure diseases. Authority over sickness and power to cure diseases. So, that means you have a legal right to minister sickness, to minister to sickness. So we said authority over sickness and power to cure diseases. So he said he gave them power and authority over all devils to cure sicknesses, to cure diseases. So that means you have a legal right to minister sicknesses, a legal right to minister healing. Look at in Luke 6. Look at Luke 6 verse 10. I'm going to open your eyes to so many things in the scripture. Look at Luke 6 verse 10. Look at, it says, I'm looking around about them and it says, stretch forth their hand and it did so and it was restored. Oh, it says it was restored. It says it was restored whole. So that means, let me tell you something. It's just like the woman with the issue of blood. She touched the hem of Jesus' garment. That means, and the Bible says, the fount of her blood was dried up. So that means, a power can be felt and touched. How many of you, you have been shocked by electric current before? <laughs> Alright, in my house, when we were in Nigeria, there's a transformer in front of it. That transformer, shh. if we might not have light, others can have light. Why? Because the transformer is in front of us. If that transformer spark, it can spark for five minutes. The whole house will literally be shaking. The whole house will be full of rainbow light. Dare and go outside. Just dare it. They told us a story of how somebody has been shocked <laughs> before on that place. I don't know how true it is because we that lived in front of the place, we've not seen anybody. <laughs> that was, so it was, I think it's a myth that people carry that around. We lived in this, you come out of our gate like this, this is the transformer. It's, it's here, placed there. So we see the transformer. If you come out like this, this is the transformer like this. But ordinary electric sockets in our house, just put your hand there. 
You know that thing of your body is like a porco runner. You just go, you just go and sleep and say, thank you. <laughs> I don't need to know about this. I remember one time, something shocked me at that. I said, you go and put your hand there. Say, hey. She was very young. I don't know if she was. Say, put your put your hand there. Say, hey. So she just touched it. She was so spotted. It didn't shock her. She just said, ah, why did you do that? Say, ah, sorry. <laughs> you know. So power can be felt. Why am I laughing? This is a serious teaching now. Ah. So this is why you should be praying for your pastor. Ah. I expected them to be very serious this morning, but you know, all things being equal, God only have his own way, see between things. Please. <laughs> That's why you have to be praying, you know. Pray for your pastor. Better pray for us. See, that was, that was the way I planned it today. Luke 6 9. That was the way I. Well, now I see I've been cracking jokes, laughing, and it's not good, though. Ah. See why you should be. Did you have to pray for me this morning now, eh? See. See the cost. See, see what you cost. <laughs> Just joking. <laughs> All right. Power can be felt. I'm joking. I'm joking. Power can be felt and touched. <laughs> it can be felt and it can be touched. Look at it, Matthew 10. Matthew 10. Hmm. I want you to pay attention. Is this an called unto him his twelve disciples? Give them power against all unclean spirits to cast them out, and to heal all manner of sicknesses and all manner of diseases. It says, now, look at what happened. He called unto his twelve and gave them power. So that means, what the disciples do, they went from place to place to heal the sick. They took that power and went to use the power to heal the sick. Look at Luke 10, verse 17. Luke 10, 17. You, you got to be fast with opening the scriptures. Luke 3, verse 17. It says, The 70 again returned with joy, saying, Lord, even the devils were subject unto us through thy name. It says, They came and said, Ah, the devils were subject unto us. Now, where did he give them the power? Remember in Luke 9, he gave them the power. It says, in Luke 9, verse 1, he said, He called the 12 and gave them power. To go and you the sick. They now return and say, eh, pastor, <laughs> the devil was subject unto us through thy name. So, if you look at it in that Luke 9, verse 49, and John answered and said, Master, we saw one casting out devils in thy name, and we forbade him, for he followed us not. He said, Master, we saw one casting out devils in thy name. We stopped him because he's not a member of the Spanish Commission Church. He said, eh, don't do it. <laughs> you are not a member of the natural community church. <laughs> That's what they did. They said, ah, these things only was for natural community church members. Don't try it. <laughs> you know, they must have been so, you know, power can intoxicate. <laughs> power corrupts absolutely, power corrupts absolutely. Ah, don't try that thing again. It's only for the natural community church members. <laughs> they said, you forbid them. And Jesus said, ah. It's for everybody now. Don't forbid it. It says, for us, not against us. Uh, it's not only you, would. it's not only the general commission members that will be healing the sick now. Uh -uh. <laughs> so that means there is power to heal the sick. There is power to heal the sick, and there is authority to heal. There is authority over sicknesses in the healing ministry. There is power. 
tangible power to yield the sea. And there is authority in the healing ministry. So like I said, tangible healing power. We have tangible healing power. Listen, hear me again. We have tangible healing power. We have tangible healing power. What makes you pray for someone that has cancer and the cancer dies up at the Easter? It's called power. It dries it up. That's power. Somebody has a lump and in your very eyes as you pray, the lump disappears. That's power. That's what we call power. Tangible healing power. And it is available in our healing ministry. Because, say, now, I want you to say this. Say, I have received, I have received an healing ministry. And I have, and I have tangible, power. tangible power. Yes, you have tangible power. The believer in Christ has tangible power. Ephesians 1 verse 19. And it says, it says the power that worketh in us. So that means there is a power at work in the believer that is tangible. Tangible. Look at in Acts 10. Acts 10 verse 37. Acts 10 verse 37. Look at in Jesus' ministry. I, I, I would to God that you will listen to miracle signs and wonders again. That's a tower session I did in, uh, in um, Mission is Possible. It says, how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and power who went about doing good, healing all that were oppressed of the devil, for God was with him. So now, I want to show you something, that it wasn't only Jesus that was healing the sick. It wasn't only Jesus that was healing the sick. It was his name that was doing the work. Not only Jesus was doing he gave power to the twelve, the seventy, the other disciples. So where he wasn't seen physically, his name was there. Then, and there was tangible power, raw power. Look at Acts 5, verse 12. See, eh? See, anyone who tells you that there is no power is deceiving you. I believe, I was telling uh, our sister in Qatar, and I told her on Thursday, I said, I believe the church, every church should be an healing ministry. I believe it. Because, look at an act. See, the, see the, the raw power has been given to the church, has been given to, the, has been given to us today in Christ. Look at Acts 5 verse 12. It says, and, and the hands of the apostles, hiya. It says, and the hands of the apostles, at 5 verse 12, where many signs are run that's wrought among the people, and there were one and one according to Solomon's porch. He says, and the rest of them does, and the believers were handed to the church. Look at verse 15 quickly. In so much that they brought the sick into the street and laid his bed and couches and laid them on the bed and couches, that at least, hiya, the shadow of Peter. Passing might overshadow some of them. We're coming to this in this series. We're, we're, going, to, we're going to explore this in this series. But not, maybe not today. It is they stayed. You, you don't understand. Their faith was so strong, such that they said, no. <laughs> let, let the shadow of Peter just come. 
do you think, do you, what do you think was in that shadow? Power. <laughs> ordinary shadows don't yield the sick. If ordinary shadows yield the sick, why is yours not? <laughs> it's power. Raw power. So that means, listen to me, and look at it. It says, and look at, look at, look at, in verse 16. And there came also a multitude out of the city, ran about Jerusalem, bringing sick. Now, do you see that this is not Jesus? This is now the apostles. He now says, about the multitudes, round about Jerusalem, bringing sick folks, and which were vexed with unclean spirits, and they were healed, everyone. Hallelujah. Everyone. That means everyone can be healed in my healing ministry. How about that? Say, in my healing outreaches, in my healing meeting, everyone can be healed. Everyone, anyone can be healed. Because he's same Jesus. I like that song. Same Jesus is here. Same power is here. He never said goodbye. He's the resurrection power that was available 2,000 years ago. He's still here. He's the same Jesus. He's the same power. So that means his name was doing what he was doing. So that means Jesus doesn't have to be physically present. His name... Just his name can do what the ability is. Look at it. He says in Romans 15, we call on his name and we'll be saved. We'll call on his name and we'll be healed. So you see the multiple dimensions of his name. He, so now, look at it. If you can call on his name to be saved, why can't you call on his name to heal the sick? Some people believe calling on his name is easier. He has saved me. He has saved you now. All right. Now use that name to heal the sick. It doesn't have to be physically present. Same power. Look at Acts 8 verse 7. So the healing power was manifested. So healing power was in operation. Look at Acts 8 verse 7. Now, see this guy who... Uh, look at this guy. <laughs> I'm coming to this story much more in this series. So, probably today is even foundation. <laughs> Look at that thing. <laughs> Look at that thing. So, for unclean spirits, crying out with a loud voice, came out, and many that were possessed with them, and many were thinking palsies, they were lame and were healed. Aya. Now, look, look at this. This is a deacon. Do you know who a deacon is? And or somebody that sounds good, usher. They made us. Luke was quite detailed with his account. They made us see that this guy was not among the twelve apostles who, and he went to a whole city and everywhere, and everyone was healed. So the healing power will always be in operation when we put it to work. I'll say it again: the healing power. We always be in operation when we put it to work. The healing power, we always be in operation when we minister it. The healing power, we always be in operation when we talk about it. The healing power, we always be in operation when we take it to men. The healing power, we always be in operation when we put it to work. It wasn't only Jesus healing the sick. Everyone was healing the sick. So we have his name. And we have received authority in his name. We have his name 
and we have received authority in his name. Say, I have his name. You're not saying it like you mean it. You're not saying it like someone I want to eat the sick. And I have received authority in his name. So you must understand that I have his name and I have received authority in his name. I taught you in, uh, uh, I think, Power of the Gospel or something, I can't remember. And I told you that even the two of are delegated authority because Jesus has not yet died. Now, <laughs> the price has been paid in full. In full. So Jesus is not holy. You don't understand. So you, you have the leg right to start and say, be healed. Jesus is not holding anybody anything. <laughs> so, we don't need Jesus to be physically present. That's why I like one thing Archbishop Bessie that was I said some years, many years ago. He said, ah, some, some witches wanted to come to Africa then to come and uh, to, to come and hold witches conference. And he said, he said, they said no, no, they said, they said not even Jesus can stop. He said, Jesus? Said Jesus doesn't have to stop you. I will stop you. I am here. He says me that needs to be here. I said you cannot hold it here. He says you will die. You know, there are, some, there are some things that a lot of believers need to understand. That's how one man too said, I think to maybe John Dilley, I don't know, one of those great ministers. I said, you know, there's, there's really nothing on my hands. And somebody said, if there's nothing on your hands, then don't lay it on me. You know, some believers try to talk stupid. Just all in the name of Oh, uh, no, humility. I will still teach that in God. Humility is going to be a series. Because humility is to believe and say God's word. So you say, you know, I don't really have nothing on my hands. I don't lay it on the sick. I mean, I have something on my hands. <laughs> it says I will lay hands on the sick. That means power is here. So you say, no, you know, I just, uh, you know, not, nothing is on me. Eh? No. Somebody's shadow. Shadow. Look at Act 19. Let me show you something. <laughs> Act 19, verse 12. You know, I just want to be, you know, I just want to be careful. You know, I just, I just, you know, I just. <laughs> oh, the you are speaking is grammar. Something is on my hands. Something is on my eyes. Something is on my legs. Something is in my body. Something is on my shadow. Ah, it's called power. Agbara in Yoruba. Power. I prefer the Yoruba one. Agbara. Sorry for someone that doesn't understand Yoruba. Sorry. Agbara. Power. It's called power. This thing is. See, I'm beginning to understand as I study God's word more. This thing is not metaphysical. As we grow in our progression in studying God's word, we're going to we're going to explore something, something like the theology of miracles, exploring the power. We're going to study this thing is not metaphysical. This is not we are not we are not trying to orchestrate something from one Juventus or one one Pluto. No, 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 no. We are saying raw, tangible power, and we explore it from the scriptures because. Some who don't understand that, believers, as far as you, see, the, as far as you are born again, that's it. You don't need anyone to tell you otherwise. You only see, the Bible is so simple that you just need somebody to complicate it for you. 
raw power, tangible power. Look at that 19 verse 12. He says, this Paul now, look at the last half of verse 11. And say, he says, and God wrought special miracles by the hand of Paul. In verse 12, he says, so that from his body were brought unto the sick, handkerchiefs or aprons, and diseases departed from them, and evil spirit went out of them. You don't understand. The, he says, from his body. Something is on my body. Ah, stop. Stop speaking. So, I, I, I remember that story. One girl said, hey, no, no, nothing really is on my hand. Then the sick person said, then don't lay it on me if nothing is on your hands. Don't lay it on me. Something is on my body. Something is on my hands. Something is in my eyes. It's called the power of God. Power. So, and you know, why, why, one of the things the teaching ministry does, why do we teach God's word? It steers the believer. It wakes up a consciousness in the believer such that the believer is sprung up to work, I believe. A church must be a teaching church also. Because that is where they are fed and it's as though there is that being sprung up ability in them. It's like saying an ability that was dominant in them, via teaching your reality, you like, ah, wow. This has been in me since and I never knew. I remember the first time I, I, I saw, you know, I used to see healings. Miracles. I, I saw I see it on TV and all of those things. But the first time it, it happened to me, I mean, I've spoken to my bodies quite a, a while. I've seen power of God work. But I've not seen I this one, you know, there are times in your life you just start, maybe because of so many things, you just start doubting power of God. And in my very eye, I remember I was in a classroom just like this. And that's how they were teaching us. It, it's someone like this. I won't forget. And he was just teaching your power. This and just said, you know, their word of knowledge and everything. He just said, Hi, you don't believe. He said, ah, you don't believe what I'm saying. I said, Well, I think I do. I, I believe. I mean, I've seen this before. I, I grew up watching miracles. I I believe in miracles. I've seen, I've been healed before then, you know. And he just said, that's not what I'm saying. And he said, it seems like you don't believe you can do it. I said, well, I mean, I've been in the ministry for a while. You know, you know stupid, stupid me. You'll be arguing with somebody that knows something where revelation or That's what some people do. You'll be arguing with the pastor. Somebody is telling you something. You say, and me too. Stupid me too. Then I was just saying, you know, I've been in ministry. We pray for some few six. <laughs> he said, no. You know, and it's true. I really did it somehow. Somehow. And just said, come. Do you have any pain in your body? I said, well, I showed my, my friend one small pain in my nose. You know, you wake up one time, just be like a spot on your nose. Like the thing swelled up. And I showed her, I said, see you before I go outside, before they say anything. Ah, you know, <laughs> look at life. That same guy that followed me to that meeting, he didn't, he's like saying, he came to see me in that Meeting, are you getting what I'm saying? So he stayed. So we will now go home together and we will now talk, uh, we will now talk about why he came. Are you going to forget what I'm saying? Interestingly, maybe we listen to this. 
Interestingly, that guy was in a service I was preaching in Akure last year, December. And I called for the sick. I just called the word of knowledge a case out that somebody here is having this issue. And he came out. I said, ah. <laughs> he said, Pastor, this I said it. As I took the I took the mic. This was just last year. I took the mic off. He said, I said, ah, wait here for. He said, Pastor. You know, I like the fact that he called me Pastor because that's honor. He said, Pastor, I'm not gonna lie. Now me get time. Pray. And he did like this. And I prayed for him and he fell under the power. I said, ah. <laughs> it's a, now, look at it. See, I believe he too could have been doing what I'm doing if only he was serious. But you know, life situations come, and now, now, you know, backslide, did all those things. This guy came. And I told him this thing. I said, see, yo, me, me, I'm going to the front. So and the man just said, close your eyes. So I thought, ah, what do you want to do? Is there something wants to rub on my nose that I said, close your eyes? <laughs> so, you know, my naive self, so I did like this. I was looking at them like this. Uh, close your eyes, you know. Right now, in the name of Jesus, the pain disappeared. Amen. Open your eyes. So check it. Ah. I pressed the nose till I got it. Lo and behold, the thing disappeared. Like, it didn't look like it was there. I showed the guy, me and the guy, the guy opened his mind and said, ah, let me see him now. You show me. He said, I saw you before you go out. Show me. What do you think of power? <laughs> Since that day, I knew, ah, I went to my church. Please, is there any sick here? <laughs> that, that was it. Yeah, that's, that's something the teaching ministry does. It just, so I believe as I'm teaching, something will just, you know, spring up. We're in the seasons of strange miracles and something will just, you know, spring up. And that's why you pay attention. Hallelujah. So, healing can be ministered through you. Or through the body of Christ. Healing can be ministered by other people outside Jesus. Are you seeing that? So, we see that. So, Jesus wasn't the only person that healed the sick, right? Disciples did, the 12 disciples, everybody. So, now, let me, let, let's do some few things. So, a few things to know as you minister healing to others. This is where I want you. So, if you have been sleeping before you sleep now, this is where I want you to pay attention. So, a few things to note as you minister healing to others. Number one, observe something. There's something I want you to observe. I, I said this many years ago and I only see this. That in almost every case we read and we find, especially when we find demonic spirits in operations, when people are diseased, when people are diseased, demonic, when people are diseased, and you see them in multitudes, just know there is a demonic spirit in operation. When you see multitude diseased, you will find demons in operation. Now, you won't find this in most cases when it's just one, two, three people, three persons. When you see a large crowd, maybe you are ministering in a large crowd or you go somewhere, or let's say you are holding lights conference and you just see a whole lot of sick, just know that a demonic spirit is in operation. And when you find a demon in operation, the first thing you do is to cast out the demon. So that's why, as you are ministering this to the sick sometimes, your eyes can be opened to know what is behind it. I'll give you some instances. Except, so now, 
except you cast out the demons. So the best thing to do is to cast out the demon, then you heal the sick. Because let me tell you, evil spirits are to be dealt with. Look at it, Matthew 8. That's distracting. It, Matthew 8, verse 16. Matthew 8, verse 16. Matthew 8, verse 16. Look at something. It says, when evening was come, you know when it says evening, it means evening. They brought unto him that were possessed with devils, and he cast out the spirit. Look, did you see what he did? Did you see what he did? What did he do? He saw many that were possessed with devils. What did he do? He cast out the spirit and healed them that were sick. Are you seeing it? He first did what? Casted out the devil, then healed the sick. Look at even in Mark 9. Hmm. Look at Mark 9. Because you have to be, you know, there's something you can be intelligent with the power of God. Look at Mark 9. So, I'm giving you a few tips now. So, this is number one, right? If, if, if you want a number or something. Look at in number one, no, Mark 9. He said, look at in, look at, look at in, uh, 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 verse 25. Look at Mark 9, verse 25. Uh, it says, when Jesus saw that they came running, he rebuked the foul spirit. He said, thou dumb and deaf spirit, I charge you to come out of him and enter him no more. And the spirit cried and rent him sore and came out of him. And he was as one dead in so much as many he was dead. And Jesus took him by hand, lifted him, and he arose. So what did Jesus do with a deaf and dumb spirit? He casted out the spirit because they are the ones behind it. So when you see deafness and dumbness, see, and we have them in so much oppression, when you see deafness, deafness means they cannot what? Yeah, right? When you see people like that, when you see deafness and dumbness, they can't speak. Even blindness is an operation of the evil spirit. It's something blocking their ear. And that's the demon. Are you seeing it? Something is blocking their ear from hearing in the natural. And it's a demonic spirit. So it is safe to cast out the, the, it is safe to cast out the demons. Look at what Jesus did. Look at what Jesus did in that verse 25 again. It says, when Jesus saw that people came running together, he rebuked the foul spirit, saying, Thou dumb and deaf spirit, I charge thee, come out of him and enter him no more. So he casted out the, dumb, the dumbness and the deafness spirit. So deafness and dumbness are demon spirit. Are you hearing me? Deafness and dumbness are demonic spirit. So you can just say, I command you to go in the name of Jesus. <laughs> because you say, I command, come out of him. Out of him. You don't even have to shout. It depends on where you are. Out of him. Out of him. You know, it depends on where you are. Me, I like shouting. I'm, I'm another rude boy. But there are times I've not shouted. There are times I've, I've had to cool. You know, when you learn the words, you got to practice it. So, out of him now. In Jesus' name. But as I that robot, out! <laughs> I like that one. Out! Come on! You don't have to shout. <laughs> you must know how to. 
take authority over demonic spirits, over demonic spirits. You know, I taught you in ministry of angels, these people <laughs> are your servants. I taught you. Who are these demons and devils? The falling ones. Are you seeing it? <laughs> How do you take authority generally? Come out. That's it. Are you saying these things are not difficult? They see, they are scared. They obey you. Demons are the most stupid people in this world. They are the most stupid creature. They don't know what to see. Demons are so stupid and so dumb that they don't even know what to do. Jesus casted them. Jesus casted out the demon one time, and they were asking Jesus, "Say, where do we go to?" Where do we have you come to cast us out? Where do we go to? Stupid people, they don't know their habitation. That's how, do you see how stupid they were? They don't, how they, they don't know their habitation. You see, where, so now, where do we now go? They, were, you see, they, don't, they don't even know where to go. You see how stupid? When <laughs> you see them, you know what? Look at this crooked rubbish. Deceiving these people. Demons are very rubbish. They have the most stupid people. They don't, so you can't be scared of stupid people. They are very stupid. They, they can't never, that's why some, I, I do, that's why I hate it. Say, come out! I will not come out. You are mad. <laughs> you are stupid. How you be arguing with demon? The whole time, demons, they don't know where to go. That's how stupid. Yeah. And you, you come in the name of Jesus. You come bearing power in the name of Jesus. Come on. I command you to go. So you see a dumb spirit. Come on. See blind eyes open. See dumb. See you can speak now. It's that simple. I take authority over you. Right now in the name of Jesus you come out. You come out of that body. They listen. They, you, you, are, you know what you are dealing with. You are not dealing with the physical body. <laughs> That's not what you are dealing with. So when you come face to face with a dumb spirit, somebody that is blind, somebody that is deaf, somebody that is dumb, you know that you are not dealing with the physical body. You are dealing with something beyond the physical and supernatural, and they hear it, they understand. They know the authority. Come on! I take authority over you right now, in the name of Jesus. That's all. They listen. I told you, angels are your ministry spirit. I taught you ministry of angels. Go and listen to that. I told you that who are demons, devils are demons. They are just holy ones. So that state is still there. They listen. They take authority. They don't control you. Are you getting what I'm saying? And the funniest thing is, you have power. Why? Jesus died. <laughs> Avil spoiled principalities and power. In mission of Demopoli, triumphing over them. Who will go? So you can say. So, so are you saying that demons are stupid? They don't know what to do. Where do we go? They are very dumb. They, they are the most stupid creature on earth. They, don't, they, they are so stupid that stupidity is worrying them. <laughs> So he said, I command the death spirit out of you. Take your hands off this. You can just say, you can just say, now you demon, you devil, take your hands off this year now. Take your hands off these eyes now and let him begin to see. Take your ears off this mouth and let him begin to stop. They are the ones seizing it. 
It's a demonic. Surely when you start seeing those long-standing ailments, 35 years death, oh, this is the work of demon. 25 years, 50, oh, they are the ones working. It's nothing. Science will explain it to you and tell you, you know, it's just a, a micro something, just blood. Oh. <laughs> I love you, science people. I'm still coming to you people with this things. Uh, no, wish in a good way, not bad. <laughs> I, I love you, science people. You people are the best, but <laughs> when you see a deaf spirit, a dumb spirit, it's demon. Issue. Issue means devil. <laughs> They listen to instructions very fast. They don't. That's why. Have you ever seen anywhere in the scripture where they struggled to come out of anybody? No. They come out immediately. It says, and immediately. That's how they used to say it. They listen to it. They know how to. Because they, ah, somebody greater than me has come home. Are you seeing somebody that has. Just like, just like when you see your younger child, your, your, your younger sibling doing something. Follow me home now. You know, all the other people go, we will listen. Maybe you, you senior all the all the people that your younger sibling is playing with. I say, follow me home. You know everybody will even listen when you say follow me home. I remember if you, you used to play, you used to go and play with friends in the street, and your mother would just come and take you and say, uh, I remember then. If I go and play football in the street then, before four, <laughs> I make sure I'm home. They would have even be telling me, please, please, please go. They know Iyabens. Please go. We'll continue tomorrow. We will stop the match. So they will say, let's stop the match so I can go. So as I stop, as I, I buy entry my gate, they'll just say, yeah, let's continue. <laughs> because they don't want my mother to come and seize the ball. <laughs> ah! My mother. At her at, at presence, you tremble. Now she's a believer. I believe. <laughs> now I mean, she talks calmly. I'm just wondering, ah, you. She gist, you gist. Ah. So, back to devils. So, they listen to instruction very fast. So, you don't get, you don't start seeing the blind. I start seeing it. In the name of Jesus, Jesus is here. Jesus is here. Ah. You are not ready. They don't look at you as if. <laughs> they don't look at you as if. Because the, the, we, we die here. <laughs> we die. You don't get to the demon and just say, that's what you can say. Jesus is coming back again. Jesus is coming. Oh, send another Elijah to bring your power down. Send our fire. Show the fire. Show the fire and the rain there. To show it instead of singing it. Show it. You don't get to the soul that is deaf and say, wow. For I lift your hands, let's just worship the name of the Lord. You see someone that is dead. You carry that even here. You carry his hand by himself and say, wave it. <laughs> you are not ready. You use authority. Hallelujah. You speak. Or you get there and start speaking, or you start quoting scripture in the name of Jesus. Like the Bible says, he looked something. I and just, just come out. Out! That's all. You quote scripture for your sibling. I say, the scripture says, 
children are the heritage of the law. So you are a children, you follow me. How deserve was that? He said, your manipulative parent that will tell you when they want to vlog you, spoil the round. Spare the child. That's what the Bible says. So I will flog you now. <laughs> That's your parents. That's not scripture. Are you here? Come out. Authority. You know how, how the, the, the Obama did not sing when he wanted to kill Obama Biladi. Should we kill him, Mr. President? Yes. That's all. You should listen to the interview of how he, he was so proud when they, when they interviewed him. You know, how did, were you able to take down Osama Bilodeh? Yeah. You know, it was not it was not so very easy, but we were able to ah, I was just looking at it. Power. That's power. You go there and say we sing it. So, so we say, you know, in the name of Jesus. You know, so they are even scared. Some people so, 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 are even scared. In the name of <laughs> In the name of Jesus, I, uh, he says, by his word, we shall stand and not teach my enemies at all. Right now, I speak now. In fact, I have it here. Someone starts speaking in tongues. Tongues means mystery. No man understands. Even demons, they can't respond to tongues. Even the most are just wondering what this one saying. They don't be dancing inside the person. The person is becoming more deeper. <laughs> <laughs> you get to a deeper person, Reka Supra, Erita Da Da, Da Da. I come out. You are not ready. You are not ready. You are not ready. Speak! Take charge over you right now. You let him go. You take your hands off him. Now! That's all. You know, no stress. Shaka, wrestle through. Just say in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. So we'll go there. You know, what's the problem? After this, finish speaking in tongues. Can you hear now? But now, tell me, what's the problem? All right, let's just pray again. Out. Simple. In the name of Jesus. It depends on how you are. You don't have to shout. You have to. Out of him. Come on. You have to recognize it. I like how Pastor Chris Oyakilome does it. He just he uses his finger. He uses his finger to navigate it. Come on. Out. 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 With his finger. Sometimes he doesn't talk. And you see them healed. Healed. That's all. There's nothing. They, they know who you are. <laughs> those demons are too see, just say in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth those demons are 2,000 years older than you they don't you know I told you they don't multiply so they know they know the name they know the authority they have been defeated times less times so they recognize what it means to say in the name of Jesus 
I told you they don't multiply, so it's the same old demon. They don't give birth as I say, this is baby demon. <laughs> they don't like baby demon or baby angel. <laughs> That's why they said, they told Paul, they said, they said Jesus I know, Paul I know. <laughs> Who are you? <laughs> Which ministry are you? <laughs> say Paul I know. They, they recognize say, Paul I know. He has dealt with us before. Jesus, our, our master. The they finished. The demons came upon them. They beat them. They must not give birth to demons. They don't. I heard the story of some people they went to do deliverance somewhere. And they said, Come out! The demon said, eh, You want me to come out? I will not come out. And some people will do talk of war with the devil. I say, You should come out. See. <laughs> the devil is a liar. He breathes lie. He emits it. I will never believe whatever any, any demon wants to say. Because whatever he wants to say is going to be a lie. That's what the scripture says. Are you hear what I'm saying? So don't allow anything to say. Some people are very scared. Say, Why do you want to cast about you that you stole your mother's money? Why? <laughs> I'm so sorry, demon. <laughs> Some people are very scared. Shut up! Come out. They don't multiply. Say this Paul I know. Jesus I know. What's the name of your church? <laughs> That's the meaning of the question. Where are you from? <laughs> Who are you? What's the name of your church? <laughs> ah. So we have authority in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. We have authority in the name of Jesus. 2,000 years ago, we had the authority. That's why Colossians 3, having spoiled principalities and power, he made sure of them pulling triumphing over them. So all the demons will flee when we stand in our authority. Hallelujah. They will flee. So like I said, demons don't give birth. They don't multiply. Are you getting what I'm saying? It's the same one. They know the name. They know the authority. Are you hearing what I'm saying? They know the name. They know. They don't. They, it's the same one. There's nothing like baby demon or small demon. Or no, they, they are the same demons. Same principality and power of the air. So they recognize the name. They recognize the authority at which you stand with. They recognize what? They recognize when you say out. They know the power that comes, that is backing that up. They know it. That's why they will obey. They know when you say out, you mean it. So we cast out demons. Hallelujah. So also we lay hands on the sick. You can put your hands there. So right now, you put your hands in the name of Jesus. I command this year to come up, to pop open now. So lay hands. Let me tell you, if nothing will work, <laughs> laying on a verse will work. Ah! It's like the I used to call laying on a verse one of the. Uh, it's like saying the least way to minister to the sick. Let me use that word. If nothing will work, just touch them. The laying on of hands will work. 
Look at in Mark 6. Let's look at something. Mark 6. Mark 6. Look at Jesus. Mark 6. He says, let's see from this. Uh, let's see. This was Jesus now. In verse 3, they couldn't receive him because they were offended at him. In verse 4, he says, a prophet is not unknown in his own hometown. He says, among his own king and in his own house. In verse 5, he could, he says, and there he could do no mighty work, save that he lay hands on a few sick. He said he could not do anything but to lay hands on a few sick. Why? Don't forget, they didn't even want to receive him before. But that laying on of hands worked, and he healed them. So even in the midst of unbelief, someone now say, not believe, lay hands. Laying on of hands will work. When you touch people, it's the least way to minister. It's like a minimal approach. It's like saying, I'm coming down to your level. Are you getting what I'm saying? It says, we shall lay hands on the sick. I believe the word that my name, I tell you, and the sick will recover. That is what the scripture says. It says the sick will recover. So laying in of hands will work. Are you getting what I'm saying? You lay hands on that blind eyes right now with eyes open. You lay hands on that sick bodies. You cancer, I command you to come out of this body. You lump, I command you to dry up. This leg, now your leg is working effectively. You, you speak and you lay hands. Laying on of hands will work. <laughs> you get to what I'm saying? It will work. When you touch people, it's the least way to minister to the sick. Number two, spoken words. Spoken words. Well, I'm giving you some few tips. For spoken words. And this, this is usually accompanied with the gifts of healing. You, you, ha, you speak words. Look at in Matthew 8, verse 16. Matthew 8, verse 16. Matthew 8, verse 16. Look at what it says. It says, And if, when evening was come, they, were, they brought unto him that were possessed with the devil, and he cast out the spirit with what? With his word. And healed them. So that means he commanded the deaf ear to open. So that means you can give command. You can say, Right now, I take charge over you. You dead spirit, come out. Now, I command you to see. Now, I command that your eyes are open. I command that your ears are open. I command that you are ill. You use your words. You use your words. So, he goes with an instruction. You can say, look at me now. Just look at me. He goes with an instruction. Just like what Jesus told us, go and wash yourself in the pool of Shiloham. Instructions. Are you getting what I'm saying? He goes with instructions. Stand up now. Look at what Peter did. They took him up. They said, stand up. Are you seeing it? You walk, drop your crushes and walk. You see a madman. You don't say, ah, you look dirty. You can tell the madman, come here. I remember my friend Jim Hakim, he did the same thing to a man, and the man, man was okay. You know, said, Follow me. That was it. Because the devil hears that. The spirit, so they, they follow you. You see someone that is mentally retarded, you can say, Now your senses work now. What, do you, what did I say? 
Are you getting what I'm saying? Especially in this kind of our country where we have mentally retarded people, their senses are going to come back by the power of Jesus. We're going to see more and more mentally retarded people come back home. Hallelujah. We're going to see more come back home. The healing power of Jesus works. The healing power of Jesus works. Hallelujah. He works. So you drop your cautious now. Stand up from that wish here. I remember I was watching one preacher. I told the person, he said, I've prayed for you. Stand up when you are ready. And the person stood up. I remember there was, there was a preacher I was watching one time. It was somewhere he said, he went to a crusade and he said, I'll pray for the sick now and I don't want to see anybody on the wish here. I don't. So, and he prayed and he just said, right now begin to stand up. Stand up now. I said, stand. And he was saying it like, say, you are talking to someone. I said, stand up. He looked at the sea. I said, stand up. Stand. And the person stood up. He looked at the sea. I said, stand up. What are you waiting for? Stand up. And that was it. All of them started walking. You can use command. Stand up. Are you getting what I'm saying? Stand up. Get up on that wheelchair. Follow me now. Walk. Are you hearing what I'm saying? So he gives command. He goes with an instruction many a time. We have that kind of authority. You can see a blind person. I say, now look at me. What is this? Are you getting what I'm saying? You can hear it. You can tell the Now you can hear me. What did I say? So spoken words. Spoken words. Jesus did that a lot. He says, at thy word. At thy word. So begin to walk now. Are you seeing? So there's a lot. So are you seeing? Are you seeing how to minister to the sea? Spoken words, laying on of hands, right? Spoken. You can lay hands. You can speak words, casting out the demon. Use your authority. They recognize it. Also by prayer, James number three, number three way by prayer, James five verse fourteen. Look at James 5 verse 14. I will explore this in other sections. Look at James 5 verse 14. Is any sick among you? Let him call for the elders. And let him pray over him, anointing him with oil in the name of the Lord. And it says, the prayer of faith shall save the sick. So, in, now, let me explain what, what I mean now. There are other demonstrations of the Spirit. For instance, clothes. There are other demonstrations of the Spirit where... Ah, the power of God can be ministered through clothes. You can transfer power via clothes. Look at the Mark 5, verse 25 to 23. Mark 5. You know, we're studying how to minister early and how to receive it, right? Uh, that's what we're studying. Five, Mark 5, verse 23 to 33. It's quite a long read. Mark 5, verse 23 to 33. It's the woman with the issue of blood. Look at, look, at, look at what it says in verse 30. It says, Jesus said, who touched my clothes? Or look at the last time it was, let's see verse 27 or 26. And I suffered many things of many physicians and spent all that she had and nothing, and was nothing bettered but grew worse. And she heard of Jesus and came in the press behind and touched his garment. For she said, if I may but touch his clothes, I shall be made whole. And straight away, 
the fount of her blood was dried up, and she felt in her body power that she was healed of, her, of that plague. And this is Jesus said, Who touched my clothes? Hiya. That's why. Who touched me? You know, so there are other demonstrations. I'm going, to, I'm going to explain it. Look at Luke 6. Look at Luke 6, verse 17. Pay attention to all these texts we are reading. I want to show you something. Luke 6, verse 17 to 18. Luke 6. And they came down with them, stood in the plain, and a great company of great company of disciples, and a great multitude of people, out of Judea and Jerusalem, and out of Syria, Tyre Sidon, came to hear him and to be healed of that disease. So they just heard. It says, and they were vexed with unclean spirit and they were healed. Look at in verse 19, very key. The multitude did what? Sought to touch him. For there went out, for there went virtue out of him and healed them all. So you see that. The, another demonstration was they just touched him and they were healed, right? Now look at in Act 19, verse 11. Look at Paul. Follow carefully. Look at Paul. Act 19. Act 19, verse 11. And God wrought special miracles by the hands of Paul, so that from his body were brought unto the sick, and kashif aprons, diseases departed from them, and evil spirit out of them. And you see that this is contact now. This is not as though they prayed. This is just touch, a medium. Are you seeing it? Let's use the word medium now in our today's word. They just use a medium like clothes. Now, look at something. Though. At no point did Jesus begin to cut his clothes and give people. Jesus did not start selling handkerchief. As I say, there are some churches today. At the door, you first buy a cash when you are coming for a special program. Because, and those akashi will be very expensive. Because you forgot to bring a cash from home. So do that akashi will be very deep. Man of God has to, you know. Ah, no. It was the fate of the people. So they brought so they brought it as a point of contact. Allow people. Use their faith to express it. We will never see. Don't see. It's 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 not too good to tell people bring uh, uh, to to do so. See, I'm coming. I'm coming to that. So how do you how do you let's 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 say this handkerchief now. How do you command somebody? You can just say in the name of Jesus, I command the power of God into this handkerchief, and that's it. And you can say, in the name of Jesus, I command the power of God into this water. I've seen people pray for a biro before, a pen. In the name of Jesus, I command the power of God into this pen, and they take it to the sick. It happens. And the sick is healed. Even oil. That's why I read this, that scripture in Genesis 5. Say, oil. Now, some people now feel like it's a medium. You need to use oil. No, 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 no. We're going to explore that in this series. No. That's not what he's saying. I've prayed for oil before. But I don't use, we don't use anointing oil in, in this church. And we will never. Except you need it to take to somewhere. But we will never. It's not a practice. We are never going to use mediums. 
But do we believe in mediums? Yes. Do we believe? Can I pray on clothes? I will. I will. I've prayed on tissue paper before. <laughs> because there was nothing. Just use tissue paper and take to the sea. God is eager to yield the sea. I've prayed on tissue paper before. God wants to use the sea. But we are not going to, we are, we are not giving instruction to, to, to start using horn. Lay hands. Speak the word. Just get the sick healed. Just heal the sick. But never tell anyone. So just heal the sick. Are you getting it? So at no point did Jesus tell people, bring it. Are you seeing it? They were the ones that expressed their faith. Abraham and Akashi were taken, they were brought, so they went to touch Paul's body. Are you seeing it? An expression of their faith. Look at even that shadow of Peter. It was an expression of the lady that said, at least the shadow of apostle passing by. Are you seeing it? Expressions of their faith. They touched Jesus in that Luke 6. The woman with the issue of blood went to touch Jesus. But there was no point where they now, turned, they, they now became a merchandise. Where people now started selling and say, come with a prayer show. Where the pastor started saying, brethren, one of the things that work in our ministry is you have to come with a something. No. But can I, in an healing service, tell you, Lift up your handkerchiefs. Or if you have an handkerchief and you have somebody, you need to take these two. Or let's say you have a sick somewhere far and it's not in the meeting. And we say, okay, and you can still reach the person. You know, right? And after the meeting, you can still go and see the person. Can I in an early meeting say, lift up maybe a medium, maybe an handkerchief or something, and we'll pray over it and you'll take it there? Yes. But should it be that we should start selling handkerchiefs? Or start selling anointing oil or anointing water and start making it a distribution in the ministry. Anointing water. So if you come to church, there's one anointing water waiting for you at our table there. So let's say, you know, there's a table in every supernatural community church where there's the books, there's our material. Now, so let's say in our table now, inside that table now, there's now Ankashi, anointing oil, holy, holy, holy odor. Holy salt. Take it to the... <laughs> no. Are you hearing what I'm saying? It's just like, people, let's say people watching us online now. Can we say, touch your screen? Can we say, lift up a medium and take it to the sick? We can. Are you seeing it? Just heal the sick. <laughs> just heal. So never tell anyone and also, listen to me very carefully. Never tell you want to stop using their medications. Should I repeat myself? Never tell anyone to stop using their medication. Let it be the conviction of the person you are ministering to. <laughs> Never tell anyone. Let it be the, because faith is a matter of conviction. Don't give people your own conviction as their faith. As I finish ministry to you, go and trash your drug. Ah, no, no, let's use the word drug. You know, we live in terrible world now. Let's use the word medication. Go and trash your medication now. See. Can I think he said? Common sense and the power of God works together. The power of God works with medical science. Don't become an anti-drug or anti... Sorry. 
when you say when we use Job 9, this is our 2023 word. We are in perilous times. Let's use the word medication. Don't be an anti-medication minister of the gospel. Are you hearing what I'm saying? I don't like drug personally. I remember in, our, in the early times of our ministry, if you use drug in our ministry, it's a, it's a sin. You have, we see you as a sinner. I'm not joking. Some of you remember. If you use drug, if you, sorry, if, sorry. If you use medications in our ministry, then you are considered a sinner. Can't you believe the power of God is working on you? <laughs> Some of these age people, they used to be like, they don't be looking at me like this. So are you saying that we are just going to school for fun? <laughs> I don't even remember those days. I don't even remember those days. Where we used to, people will remember very well. We do, if you try it, believe the power of God. So you are still saying, believe the power of God. <laughs> we agree. Hallelujah. I'm, I'm still an answer. Me, I don't like it. Actually, because I took a whole lot of drugs, a lot of medications going on. Ah. Morning, afternoon, night, midnight, pre-morning. Ah, no. Atimata, nata, nata, something, tata, something, <laughs> something, nata. Okay. Eh? No. Eh, I don't know. Whatever. I shall took so many. I was, I, see, drop, in fact, if I'm going to school like this, they load me. It's like my mother will load me. Yeah, you must not. Number one check. They will never ask you your book. Your number check. Have you carried your drug? Have you carried your medication? Ah, I took medication like I wanted. Medication became like water. Ah, no. No, sickness is, sickness is devilish. Ah, no, no, no. I took medication. In fact, there was one year my father said, Ah, you are the only one in this house that don't help us with medication. I said, Ah, glory to God. This is me who used to be a sickler. Ah. I took medications to medication. Me and medication, we used to look at them and say, they say, oh yeah, come and take it. I didn't know how to. I knew the amenities of taking drugs, that it will not chloroquine, all those. I knew the amenities of how it will not be bitter in your mouth because of how much you're taking it. Ah! No, 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 no. So, I, so when, I, when I knew God's word, I became angry with it. So I brought it into ministry and I'm still not only an <laughs> don't use, um, don't tell anyone to stop using their medication. I remember I came into the ministry. I remember when we, when we, when we, if you use medication, you are a sinner. And this was us. We, we will survive medication if you use it. Ah, no, no, no. We have, we have, we have changed. So don't tell people to stop using their medication. At least sometimes work with medication. Sometimes when you pray for people, they have to use medication. That's why after raising the dead, Jesus said they should give them food. They did not say they should. They did not do press conference. I say, you come and tell us what does it feel like? What does it feel like in being dead? They give him food. We just reach Jairus and say, hey, give him food. Or else he will die again. <laughs> Are you see? So <laughs> that's so it cooperate. So cooperate with natural principles. Are you getting what I'm saying? Play for me, I close. Cooperate with natural principles. So when you lay hands, when, when you lay hands, don't tell anyone to drop their glasses too. <laughs> or if not, they will just go and drive and they will bring many sons to glory. <laughs> you know, that's not what I said. 
When you pray, say, now your eyes can see better. Let it be their feet if they want to use their because they will blame you. But see, it's you that said they should drop their glasses. Now their feet might not be like that. So will they pray and they, it's the glasses that heal them. <laughs> you guys what I'm saying? Because faith is a matter of conviction. It's a matter of conviction. The woman with Jesus of God said, if I but touch the hem of his garment, I will be made whole. They touched him. They sought to touch him to be healed. Since they brought aprons and handkerchief to Paul's body, so take to the sick. Since they lay down such that Peter's shadow will heal the sick. So we can be skillful, right? These are just common sense. Uh, we have a lot to explore in this series. These are just common sense. Please to know. Cast out devils. They recognize it. Are you hearing what I'm saying? They recognize it. So the healing power of Jesus is at work in you. <laughs> Say the healing power of Jesus is at work in me. It is at work through me. When I need healing, when I minister healing, the healing power of Jesus is at work. So Jesus has given us power to you the sick. He has given us power over authority, sicknesses, and disease. He says all sicknesses. So let me tell you, cancer, malaria, fibroid, Whatever medical condition it is, it cannot escape the power of God. There is nothing too small, too great, too mighty that can escape the power of God. Nothing. We've seen sicknesses healed before. We've seen diseases cured. We've seen a whole lot. And we are trusting God for more. Say, I'm an healing minister. I heal the sick. I'm an healing minister. How about you pray about that a bit? I'm an healing minister. I'm an healing minister. I heal the sick with ease. I heal the sick with ease. I'm an healing minister. I'm an healing minister. Stir up yourself. I heal the sick. I heal the sick. I'm a lily minister. I'm a lily minister. 